the coronavirus, a pandemic, whole cities being quarantined, states imposing a state of emergency, travel interrupted, schools closing, stadiums and large gatherings forbidden, financial markets plummeting, fear and the danger of mass panic and even hysteria. It almost sounds like a horror movie and yet we all realize we're facing this reality right now. In the midst of such a public crisis, where is God? Or where should the church be in such moments of social turmoil? What is our role as Christians in society during such times of mass fear and grave challenges? Will our Christian faith act as a source of comfort in our lives, something that we can embrace and from which we will find renewed strength? Or will we push our faith aside and focus only on our fears? Or will we simply ignore our faith as something irrelevant compared to all the craziness going on in our society today? Ultimately, do we believe that God is with us, especially in times of turmoil and uncertainty? And will we find hope and solace in Him during this crisis and any other unexpected turn of events in our lives? This past week, I read an interesting article in the New York Times entitled, Coronavirus and God. The Italian journalist Mattia Ferraresi wrote about the closing of churches along with a general lockdown throughout Italy. He noted ironically that precisely at a time when people need comfort and strength, something that faith has offered to countless people throughout history, the government has closed the churches and suggested that people watch the liturgical services on TV or via the internet. As the Archbishop of Milan celebrated Mass before an empty cathedral, he noted that the difference between attending Mass and receiving the Eucharist, the body and blood of Christ, compared to watching it on TV, was the same as the difference between sitting in front of a roaring bonfire and taking its heat as compared to simply contemplating a picture of a bonfire. Pharaoh Ressi went on to write, Faith is a fundamental source of spiritual healing and hope. It's a remedy against despair and an antidote to loneliness. It is the ultimate source of meaning that makes sense of the whole of existence, including and perhaps especially during circumstances marked by suffering and tribulation. The early church is full of examples about how Christians would risk their lives in order to worship, no matter what the authorities demanded and no matter what the consequences were. Why? Because they understood, quote, we cannot live without the Lord's bread, which included worshiping the Lord even when plague or disease would create havoc throughout society. Now, of course, in our contemporary world facing the coronavirus, we must take care to heed preventive actions. We need to listen to the scientific and medical advice offered to control and address the spread of this virus. Yet at the same time, we must also be very careful not to allow fear, overreaction, and panic to rule the day. And we must especially take care 
not to turn away from or ignore the main and central source of comfort and hope we have, our faith in an ever-present and loving God. Remember, the life of the church, the family of God, and our faith is not simply one among many other secular organizations that we're a part of. Our secular society may treat the church just like any other organization and will fear that there's no problem in closing our churches. Yet the church, and particularly the mysteries of faith that the church offers, are something we need now more than ever. They are means by which we encounter God, draw closer to Him in the most intimate way, and in this encounter we will find comfort and strength. We can see an example of finding this comfort, strength, and hope in the midst of our concerns and deep fears about the coronavirus in three beautiful hymns we chant during this great Lenten season. During the great Compline, which we chant every Monday night, we sing repeatedly, Lord of the powers, be with us, for in times of distress we have no other help but you. Lord of the powers, have mercy on us. We also chant the inspiring hymn, God is with us, let it be known, let all the nations be humbled, for God is with us. And at the Friday salutation service, along with the Divine Liturgy on Sunday, we chant the hymn, O Champion General, I your servant now inscribe to you triumphant anthems as the tokens of my gratitude, being rescued from the perils, O Theotokos. Inasmuch as you have power unassailable from all kinds of dangers, free me, so that unto you I may cry aloud, Rejoice, O unwedded bride. This last hymn was written in gratitude to the Virgin Mary for protecting the Christians in the great city of Constantinople during one of its most dangerous and perilous periods. Think about these three hymns. Lord of the powers, be with us. God is with us. And the Virgin Mary, the Mother of God, is watching over and protecting us. We are never alone in any trial we face in life. Let us never forget or allow any threat of a pandemic or fear of any other concern overwhelm us so much that we forget that ultimately we are in God's hands. God is here. He is present even in the midst of the coronavirus. He is with us and will never abandon us. And always remember, the safest place to be is in the will of God. Let me repeat that one more time. The safest place to be is in the will of God. Stay with Him. Walk with Him. And if we are with Him, there's never anything to be afraid of. Listen to some of the comforting promises our Lord Jesus Christ told his followers in Holy Scripture. Christ said, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give. Do not let your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. In the world you will have tribulation, but take courage, I have overcome the world. Christ offered these words of comfort right before he was arrested and crucified. He knew his disciples would be confused 
and afraid as their whole world would be turned upside down when he was arrested. Yet he reminded them that his peace is something no unexpected circumstance can ever take away. As he often told his friends, do not be afraid, I am with you, fear not. Jesus' final words right before he left his followers and ascended into heaven were this, and remember, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. He reminded his followers that he would never leave them alone. He had even promised them, I will not leave you as orphans, but I will send my Holy Spirit to dwell in you, to strengthen you, to comfort you, to make you feel my presence. We see another incredible example of this peace that God gives in the life of the Apostle Paul. When Paul himself faced an uncertain future locked up in prison in Rome, he didn't know if he faced life or death. And yet, in prison, he was concerned about the Christians in Philippi who themselves were facing persecution and the uncertainty in their own lives. So he encouraged them by writing these words, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Imagine, Paul's in prison, the Christians in Philippi are suffering persecution, and Paul encourages them by saying, don't be anxious about anything. The Apostle Peter had similar advice in his first letter when he wrote, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. These words remind us of what Christ said, do not be afraid, fear not, I am with you. Now this doesn't mean we won't be concerned. We all may have certain anxieties and worries about the coronavirus and all that's happening around us in our society. And we must take all the precautions and guidelines necessary to protect ourselves and one another. But as Christians, we shouldn't allow fear to become a guiding force for our actions. We need to remember that God is with us and will always remain close to us no matter what uncertainty we face. Throughout history, Christians have faced countless perils and dangers from devastating plagues and pandemics that have wiped out large portions of the population to wars and famines, pestilence, and other natural and man-made threats. Yet Christians have always found their greatest source of comfort, support, and strength in their faith in Jesus Christ and in the assurance that God is with them. He is our rock, and if we rest in Him, the unexpected storms and waves of the world won't impact us. As the psalmist proclaims, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? In moments of fear or uncertainty, pause from listening to the constant 24-7 voices of panic all around us and enter into the silence of resting in the presence of God. Turn your attention to Him and invite His peace, which transcends all understanding, to come into our hearts. He is our source of strength and peace.
He is the wellspring of comfort and hope. Christ is our rock and our refuge. Do not allow fear to overwhelm you. Rest in the Lord and know that whatever tomorrow brings, we will be dwelling secure in the peace of our loving God. Remember also that not only have Christians not been afraid of whatever unexpected challenges life brings, but throughout history, Christians have always been among the first in society to courageously help those in need, offering whatever support, compassion, and encouragement necessary to comfort those facing the fears and challenges of the world. So let us keep turning to our Lord these days whenever fear tempts us, and don't allow any fear or panic of society to push Christ out of our minds. May we act as his instruments in bringing his healing grace, his unfathomable love to those suffering and to those who are afraid. Lord of the powers, be with us. For in times of distress, we have no other help but you. Lord of the powers, have mercy on us.